0: So I am just on the BJJ Fanatics website and what's amazing is now we've already talked about uh, gravity is your friend, but there are two other instructionals that you might want to talk about.
1: Recently, I had the opportunity to work with BJJ Fanatics guy, and now we have three instructionals out there. We have Escapes Engineered for guys over 40. If you're 40 or more, hey, dig into it. Gravity's your friend. Sit-up sweeps. Been there for some time, and it's really, really getting a lot of attention. And then we have the Smash the Knee Folding Pass. Now, that's one of my favorites. So if you haven't um, looked at them, take a look. BJJFanatics.com. alive. Yep. Here we go, man. I can't believe I almost missed this freaking episode. <laughs> <Yep. laughs>
0: if there would have been one to not
1: miss, <laughs> that would have be been it. this one.
0: Yeah, man. I'd never let you live it down. No, ever. you
1: probably would. Listen, I would not let it down for myself. Like, <laughs> unbelievable. There, there would be a disaster. It would be a disaster, you know. These the the morning ones really screw me up because I have other. Well, you know, we have a meeting and other things are happening at the same time, so it's like It right. always messes with me. But um, yeah, no, it's uh, yeah, I, I'm glad I, I, you know, I noticed. Yeah. <laughs> enough. Uh, yeah, I was surprised because you weren't
0: pestering me, uh, early, and I was like, so something's up because he's not bothering me and then i said give me five minutes a minute after our meeting was supposed to start uh which tells me that you're
1: well it was was like a domino i don't want to be like i I don't like bitching and whining and all that but like it was a domino effect like literally i'm enjoying my coffee i make coffee blah blah blah. i'm sitting i'm kind of reading news and everything and the maintenance guy came in and he does his thing blah 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 he asked me questions blah 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 and then i'm like notification of my phone popped up. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> and then it's like, oh damn it. <laughs> so and Did then we even I,
0: mention who we recorded No, yeah, no, not yet.
1: So. And then, then, then like I'm trying to get, drive my car out and he parked right in front of my garage door. So I can't get out. And it's like a domino effect from there. It's like, it just, just, you know, anyway, soon you'll Before we talk about our guest, I do want to give shout outs. Um, to the guys at Elbows Tight Podcast, I I, cool. I, I talked to them, um, I talked to them this uh, last weekend, last weekend. So it was uh, it was a great conversation. I'll, you know, if you follow me on Instagram, you'll know when it's being released. That's in a couple of weeks, but uh, it was a great conversation. If you have not heard that podcast, make sure you check it out. Uh, tune in, follow them, do all the amazing stuff. All the buttons, press all the buttons wherever you are. Some wise guy says this all the time. Whatever
0: button there is. Whatever button (laughs) there is. Whatever button
1: there (laughs) is. So. There's a lot of them. Yeah. So. Yeah. Big one. Yeah. Another one. Yes. Let me ask you this. So Carlos Machado was with us. Yes. Um arguably, you know, one of the biggest pioneers of jiu-jitsu today, one of the biggest associations here the biggest in the states, states, especially right. here in the States, right? I mean, doesn't get closer to the source at this point, right? Coral belt, another coral belt that we've had a privilege to talk to. A lot of great stories. Let me ask you this, before we get to the episode and what we really want to talk about. Nearly two years ago, well, actually... Nearly two years ago, when we started as nonsense, we cre- cre- we creeping out to two years. Yeah, you, can you believe that? No, <laughs> <laughs> we creeping. in February? Right, February, March. Uh, no, it was later than that. It was. Was it? I'm gonna it was, look it up. Right I think. Forward. I think the first one released was May. I'm gonna so. look it up right now. But anyway, when, when, um, when we were starting this. Mm-hmm. Did you have the, did you realize how big this
0: could get? No, in May May 31st, 2020. Was the I first? Yeah. I, so probably February, I had an idea. <laughs> yeah, well, we got shut down. So this all started why? Well, COVID, right? Right, right. Um, we needed, so you needed something to do. Yeah. And uh, I was right. content sitting at home <laughs> watching TV. Yeah. But um, no, I mean, you know, it's like, I you know if I go back I want to I want to look at like the first like and not to discredit anybody some of these people have achieved achieved so much but like the number the first episode with a guest was Alberto Crane it's like how did how is this happening you know <laughs> it's um, funny
1: because recently I went to Al- yeah. Alberto's Academy and we actually talk about this on his podcast yeah. you know and he and <laughs> and we were we went to dinner he was like so how did we meet like what was the first I was like. I asked you to be on my podcast. And yeah. I was like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah,", yeah. and like, and you were number one episode. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, like "Oh so really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah." His
0: after you know we say our Zoom goodbye. We you know obviously that we're we're in the Midwest. Everybody else is everywhere else. And we said our um, our Zoom goodbye, and then we were chit chatting a little bit after. And he was like, "How many have you guys done?" And we just <laughs> no, giggled a little zero. bit. And said, You're the first, and he the look on his face. He was like. I, mm. I'm going to put words in his mouth. I don't know if these were the words, but he was like, F did I get it mixed <laughs> up with death these two idiots? You yeah. Know? <laughs> so, um, but you know, I mean, early on we've had, you know, we had Clark Gracie on, we had, um, you know, but, and then we, we went local because we didn't know anybody. We, we were inviting people that we knew that we were friends with. And then we like started hitting the legends of Brazil and Roy Dean was, you know, early on. And, um, know, I'm just reading this list uh, and no. Did I think we would be talking to some of these people? No. Um, And and to talk to somebody that is arguably the reason that half of us are here uh, is, is truly amazing. You know, I don't, everybody knows the Gracie name, right? And I think they find out if they start learning about the history a little bit, they start finding out about the Machado name and um, you you can't under understate what they've done for jujitsu in the United States and across the world. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you can't, you you just can't take it away from them and um, how they've grown it, how each brother brings their unique talents to it um, and, and makes, what they teach and who they teach very unique to them. Um, it's, it's really, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. And um, they deserve all the credit in the world for every time you
1: step on the mat and you should be grateful to them. Well, and, and I think what's interesting about all of this and, you know, hopefully we'll get to the actual topic of the conversation yeah. for today. But what I think what's interesting about all of this is that the way we look up at Individuals like Carlos Machado or you know Hickson Gracie or Hoyle Gracie, all these guys, you know, I often wonder if that's how they looked up to Helio Gracie, right? Because that's like the previous generation. It's mm-hmm. like the the guys who paved the path yeah. for us. Well, so we've and talked- then and then as a, as a kind of continuation from this, I'm wondering if the two generation after us will be looking at. Us in the same way. And not that I'm seeking recognition here, but I'm just trying to understand where we fall in to, to this yeah. lineage of of jitsu art. Yeah. You see what well, I'm saying? Like our kids, they step on the mat. What will their kids think about? Yeah. Like will they... You know, will they look at our generation as the one who pioneered and paved the path? Or will they look at Machado Brothers? Or will they look at Helio Gracie? Will they even know who Helio Gracie is? I mean, I suppose that's part of our job that they is. do. Yes, that's our job. You know, but I'm like, because Jiu-Jitsu is so new, mm-hmm. we're truly looking at just a handful of generations as, as we are today. Oh, sure. I mean... This is so fresh. I, um, Carlos lived with... Um,
0: Carlos senior while he was in college. Yeah. Um, so it's, you know, it's, it's a direct line. Right. Um, and how many, this is not to discredit anyone or anything like that, but how many people own a, they have the Gracie name on their Academy, but they don't know a Gracie. They don't, you know, it's an affiliate and it, they do great work and that's awesome. Oh, see what you're saying. Um, here we yeah. have somebody who started their journey with a Gracie. Who uh, <laughs> I forget his name. Um, but so when we tell our ki- when we tell the kids on the mat that they're, you know, their eyes light up, um, and it, it makes an impact. Um, I don't know if we're ever going to talk about.
1: What well, one of the things about. that we really took away from the episode, let's just pivot there, right? Was Carlos talk about doors, right? And Doors in jiu-jitsu, mm-hmm. right? As a as a metaphor, as a we make choices. We, we make choices. And and when we find ourselves in these positions, situations, and and we begin solving the problem of jiu-jitsu in that given point of time, there's many opportunities that we can choose. But we can only open one door at a time. Right. Choosing that door. Is important mm-hmm. now, once we open that, we can move on to the next door, but we can only pick one at a time. Yes. Selecting which one we're going to pick makes it hard, but that's not the hardest thing. The hardest thing is acknowledging the fact that you can only open one at a time, not all five. Sure, I and I think he also, he, he,
0: when he was starting to talk about it, I think it was actually, it might have been flipped too, or. If you're
1: on bottom, you need to shut doors or oh, shut as doors. Well. Yeah, whatever. You know, but I'm talking about doors as opportunities. I'm not necessarily yeah. talking about the emotions, right? But so, so how do you look at this? What's what's in your mind, right? You are in a compromised position. Doesn't matter what it is. You're in a compromised position. There is pressure associated with all this. You obviously your brain goes to points of struggle. What is your train of thought in situation like this to solve it correctly?
0: It always starts with I need to breathe, right? So how do I get there? I got to make a space. You don't hold your breath? No. I got I used to. Um, <laughs> I need to make a space. He talked about, you know, the only space you really need between life and death is the tip of your finger to the first knuckle. Make that little bit of space. Get to your side. Then what? Do you, you know, how do you how do you get to your side? What's being controlled. Are they controlling your hips? Are they controlling your shoulders and your head? So you have to start making all these micro adjustments to remember that term wasn't micro jujitsu going around for a while and everybody was yeah. laughing at it. But you have to make these little tiny adjustments to start escaping. Right? Defending,
1: escaping. But how do you isolate the fact that you can't make multiple decisions at the same time. You have to really go into this micro mode yeah. and say, okay, what's going first? Yeah. My hands, my hips, my shoulders. I'm, I have to move something, not overthinking it. I guess all of this going to the simple fact of, you know, adrenaline is going through your veins right now. Anxiety is hitting your head. Mm-hmm. How do you make a simple decision that 's going to change everything that 's happening right now
0: i think it's, it, I think it's something that develops with time on the mat, um, but how do you do it? me personally yes yeah well i 've spent yeah. enough time on the mat um, make insert your joke here uh, i've spent enough time on the mat to when was it last to time be able to
1: it's been a while, man, it really <laughs> has <And laughs> you're I, getting cranky. you need to get your butt on the mat
0: i'm trying not to cough right now, yeah um, <laughs> but uh, it lost my train of thought. You spend enough With, time on the mat. You spend enough time on the mat. Uh, and hopefully you get some good advice in the, in the beginning stages where you learn to not panic. And when you learn to not panic, even if you can't breathe, you can start making adjustments. Now, if you're panicking all the time, then you start doing dumb stuff, you know, and you either get deeper in or you get submitted. Right. That's just the nature of it, right? Some people want to submit you right away. If you're lucky and you panic and you get to tap and then you get to start over. Some people don't. There's people here that when you panic, they're using it to smother you more. They're Mm -hmm. using it to control you more because they have a much longer, they're working on something. They've got a longer end game here than just a quick submission. Um, So you learn to, to breathe you learn to say to yourself, what do I need to breathe better, right? So the first step is controlling your breath. If somebody's obstructing it, then you need to, how can I get it back? That's, th- those are always my first steps, you know? And if I can't, well, then the submission's coming at some point. I'm not going to die because I can't breathe on the mat. It's not that long. Um, but that suffocation He talked about uh, the jujitsu claustrophobia. Mm -hmm. If you let that set in, Mm -hmm. you're in trouble. If you're in a swimming pool and something happens and you let that panic set in, you're You're in more trouble. Yeah. And if you're stuck in an elevator and you freak out about it, you know, you're going to have a much more miserable time before the fire department gets there to let you out than you would if you breathe and calm down. And you're not going to be. You get stuck in a closet. You're not going to be stuck in that closet for forever. Calm down. Breathe. Assess the situation. So why is it so hard? Fight or flight. That's what I was thinking Mm -hmm. when he was talking about it. You have your fight and flight mode, right? I got to get out of here. I got to breathe. I got to breathe. If I can't breathe, I can't, you know. Well, but look, so you could could say the same sentence in your head. If I can't breathe, I'm never going to get out of here. Or you could say, if I can't breathe, I'm not going to get out of here. Again. <laughs> take, st- take the first way yeah. to say
1: that and calm down. Work but why is it, it so hard? Because, I mean, listen, like, because we're hard. We- we've been pounding it this for back- freaking two years as long as we've had it this It goes back episode. a thousand
0: years, if not more. If I don't control this situation or get out of this situation, I'm going to die. I think that's still hardwired in our head. It's hard to th- to not think that way when you have... It doesn't matter if it's somebody who weighs 150 pounds and they've got good pressure and they know how to use it or it's somebody who's 250 pounds and knows how to use it. It puts you in that
1: fight-or-flight mode. Now, you can fight by flailing or you can fight by being logical. You know what's interesting? Now, Now I'm listening to you and trying to kind of put all the pieces together in my head. Another item that we often don't think about is that this survival often as a goal, as an end result of that, we are seeking the escape. Mm-hmm. And we are not acknowledging the fact that maybe we don't need to escape.
0: Not immediately.
1: Not immediately, right? right. Taking more um, smaller steps, yeah. smaller milestones, mm-hmm. right? Like forget about escaping. For, forget about getting to top. Put that aside for a moment. Right. What What about just not getting smushed? Smushed. Smushed. Yeah. (laughs) Smushed. Pancaked. Pancaked. Yes. (laughs) Deviating little story. Kids' glasses. Blah blah. blah. We're talking about. I don't know. We're kind of about smashing pressure. Pressure. Right. And somebody, one of the kids, goes, "That's like pancakes. That's like (laughs) pancakes." Another kid goes. Raspberry pancakes, nice. The other you go, chocolate chicken, and literally yes. this whole conversation just went down yeah. the garbage. Yeah, just- <laughs> yeah
0: I t- but- I, d- I used the pan <clears throat> the pancake analogy in the three year olds class, yeah. and they wouldn't stop laughing. I blew the whole <laughs> technique because they just couldn't stop laughing about but, pancakes.
1: But again, this brings us to the point where we often think about we're getting sidetracked, we we're getting you know distracted with things that are right. not what's the task important at, at this moment of time. Yeah. Okay? I get it that you want to escape, but the escape is not necessarily the immediate need. The immediate right. need is for you to just breathe so you don't drown, yeah. right? Get afloat. First, just stay afloat. That's it. Then start pedaling. Yeah. Then perhaps start swimming, right? It's like step by step by step, right? It's, it, and I think that is one of the biggest struggles for a lot of students, who find just themselves in these compromised positions, and unfortunately, yeah. they they struggle. And that yeah. moment, the success is not visible. Guess what we do? We give up. Mm-hmm. When the success isn't not not in the sight, we don't see it. We can't reach it. It's not accessible. We simply give up. Why would I work so hard if I can't even see it? And I think that as a domino effect, often impacts a lot of the students, especially in the beginning of the journey. Mm-hmm. So if you're listening to this, you've been at it for a handful of months, under the year, maybe maybe two years, maybe three. You still might be struggling with this. Really look at what is important when you are in a compromised position. And if you're in a position of vulnerability, do you really have to escape? Like, do you? Or perhaps seeking the breath of air is more important right now, mm-hmm. right? I talk about DECA constantly pounding at that horse at this point. But it's so important. You can't, if you don't know what that guy's Google it. Yep. But you they, can't escape if you're not defending. Right. You, you can't control if you're not defending. You can't control if you're not escaping. It's it's one or the other. It's not two at the same time. It's same concept as doors. Sure. Isn't it? Yeah, you
0: can only do one, one thing. thing at a time. Yeah. It's, and it you can do them when you get better, you can do them in quick succession. So it seems like you're doing more than one at a time, but you're really not, you know, he talked about, you know, um, not pushing when somebody's on top of you, but pulling, bringing them closer to you. Right. Um, and you know that, yeah, push, pull. That's a great way to look at it Pull before you push. And I, you know, um, I'm, You know, when we have these, I always talk about, oh, I'm older, I'm this, I'm that, I'm this, I'm that. But there are, I find myself very, very, very often on bottom, either bottom side or mount. Most often, while I'm there, there's a long period of time where I'm very comfortable. And it's just because I learned to breathe before that situation, breathe during that situation, how to get to a position where I can just breathe. And if somebody's on top of me and I can breathe and they're not actively choking and they're not actively going after a joint, I can hang out there, right? And so can you. It's once you get to that stage, I think in jujitsu, um unless you're like super goal oriented about submissions and stuff, um Jiu-jitsu can become a lot more fun for you, a lot less frustrating.
1: And um, I think even if you are submission-oriented, mm-hmm. that approach will bring you more success. It is more controlled. It, 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 it paints a path, it paves the path with the least amount of resistance. Mm-hmm. And that is what, um, you know the important part is yeah he know, brought that up too who's working more who's working more right right if you the irony behind this conversation this is and it's not that i'm trying to like you know my head make my head bigger but it's it's really i really do share a lot of the you know philosophies that he's talked about like you know this is the first time we 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 talked to Master Carlos and and like i i see a lot of similarities between you know how I see jiu jitsu and what he's been what he's been talking about. This yeah, I think be probably old.
0: because of the way your first instructor was too oh, and you know the way they grew up perhaps. in jiu jitsu and yeah. what is jiu jitsu to them and how do you you know it's the fundamentals all yeah. that stuff. Um so yeah you should those are those are very deep parallel lines you know that run with how you came up, I'm assuming. Yeah. And, and, I, I, and I, don't I don't know. I don't have the
1: answer, but I, yeah. I see a lot of similarities yeah. between what he talked about during the episode and how I, um, what's my interpretation of of jitsu is. And yeah. there was a lot of, you know, yeah, a lot of the things. Between. A
0: lot of the things he said were have been said on the mats here.
1: Yeah, um,
0: and that's great, and it's it's fun to hear somebody of that caliber um, reiterate. There was a that moment stuff. where we
1: both giggled because. I don't which I don't remember what he said. He said something, and we both giggled because probably a couple times. But
0: yeah. <laughs> oh well, well he I, there was <laughs> when he when he brought up that the you know working who's working more right? Yeah. Uh, that I mean, we just recently talked about that. Um, you know, and and listen to the next episode after him to to hear his question for the guest. Um, We've recently talked about that, so it's really cool to like. um I don't know, like, have your thoughts about what you do reinforced by somebody of
1: that status. Yeah. You know, I, that I, stature. I, yeah, I think it's, it's cool. That's great. The big question is what now? I mean... <laughs> Wrap it up. Else, who else? Who, uh, no, I mean, who else are we going to have on the show? Like, there's the names there's are getting one,
0: bigger. There's that one. There's you know, the one up one, there? That one, the one yeah, up there? if we get that one, we can... We sh- can shut the whole <laughs> thing down. Yeah, we'll give you a good deal on a roadcaster, on some microphones.
1: Um, Sounds like Gary has an exit plan. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> I'm out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, we know I can run the show by myself yeah. poorly, but I can't run the show by myself. You so. Can't. Can <laughs> run the
0: whole show by yourself. It's, it's a uh, lot of work, right. but no, you can do I cannot.
1: It. I, cannot. Um, I cannot. All right, well, let's let's wrap this up. What, yep. Another phenomenal episode. If you did not listen to Carlos Machado episode, make sure you to do tune in, listen to the whole thing. Actually, I do think the end of it is even better than the beginning. Yeah. So make sure you really dig into a lot of wisdom in there, a lot of little golden nuggets, and uh, let's wrap this up. I'll turn the All next right. one. Yep. Peace. Later